Hi, I'm a Ross. And I'm a Wizzy. Boy, gee willikers. I sure do love My Little Pony. It's okay, in the written form. Wait, wait, wait. I thought you didn't like reading. I think reading is a sin. Wizzy, surely you can't be serious. No, seriously. I believe reading is an act against God. No, I mean about My Little Pony. Oh. Well, don't get me wrong. My Little Pony is fine and all. But there's just so many other things I could be doing. Name one thing you could be doing. Reading. Okay, well, name five more things you could be doing. Eating, sleeping, drinking, not watching My Little Pony, exercising. Okay, well, name eight more things. Socializing, playing with my Legos, contacting the dead, celebrating President's Day, establishing a colony on Mars, baking, being gay, reading My Little Pony fanfiction. Wait, what? Ross and Wizzy's Fanfiction Power Hour, every week on wherever the hell you get your podcasts. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am this little chemical, and we are here on Wednesday, and we're going to do our review of the first five episodes of Titans. I was going to wait to binge it all, but then I realized one is 13 episodes, and I think these 13 episodes... The season isn't actually into like October 21st or something. I was like, yeah, I'm not waiting that long to do reviews and everything like that. So I said, let me, let, let's get into it. I would tell you get to five episodes. They got to five episodes. We're here now. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> and for the record, anyone who does not want to hear spoilers or anything, you have the wrong show. You need to go somewhere else where they don't talk about spoilers. Uh, episode one, I, the one thing I first, the first thing I noticed was, I don't know what the plan is for the rest of the season. We still have eight more episodes left. But they jumped right into everything. Like it's essentially, you're jumping right into the middle of the season, or, part, or, or close to the middle of the season, where you have a conversation between Jason Todd and Bruce Wayne. And it's just really weird, because Jason Todd's taking some type of inhaler. And then Jason's like, well, I see ba- I see Joker. This is no, it'll be no better time. And then Bruce Wayne tells him to stand down, which you know Jason's not going to do. And then they, they kill him in the first episode. Like, Joker kills him in the first episode, right? And so then you have the the opening montage of the Titans, who are not even fully f- back together. The Titans, you see, the fight, that fight in the first fight scene of the, of the year, or the season, is Nightwing, Beast Boy, Firestar, and Superboy, and Crypto. Um, and one, I have a question about how did Starfire get her powers back? I, in the season two, she didn't have powers. Uh, uh, unless I'm missing something. But if I remember right, I, ended up, I did watch like, Nightwing, the episode was episode the season finale of season two. That's why I remember. Anyways, you've opened the montage, and now you have Starfire, who is dating this psychologist, apparently. And then Nightwing gets the call that Jason's dead, so he returns to Gotham City. And we have had two straight seasons in San Francisco, so it, it might be best. And mind you, they're, they're mixing so many stories here. They're mixing Death in the Family with Teen Titans stories and all stuff. Anyways, um, so you have Dick Returning to Gotham, where you have the debut of Barbara Gordon on the show in the wheelchair. So you have Death of the Family, uh, Killing Joke. You're mixing all these storylines um, for this. And you know that... Uh, Dick and Barbara have a history. Drink a ginger ale. 
you can see that there's still trust there, but it's also still hurt there. Um, also, the thing they've done so far that, and I I don't watch reviews <clears throat> on shows like this. Usually, I just watch them and I just try to enjoy them for what it is. But excuse um, <clears throat> me, they definitely did the biggest Tim Drake tease, <laughs> and they, that's obviously gonna play into later in the season. Um, but the thing I found interesting the most, and that's the thing, I, I said this a few months ago when I, when uh, we were talking about the, uh, when I saw a trailer or last month, when I saw a trailer, I could swear this guy who is playing Tim Drake looks like the same person crying in the Batman trailer, but I, I could be being wrong there. But anyways, the, if you don't know anything about Tim Drake, Tim Drake is a very unique Robin, Red Robin. I believe he's the only one. I, I believe this is correct. So someone will tell me if it's not. I believe Tim Drake, part of what makes him unique outside of his athleticism is he's the only one in comic book lore to decipher who the first Robin was and who Batman was off their fighting styles. He's able to do who Robin is because the flying Graysons and everything like that. He's able to do to who Batman is off his movesets and his the way he walks and his mannerisms because the way he walks is still the way Bruce Wayne walks. So, that's apparently how Tim Drake. That's, that is how Tim Drake found out who they were, um, which is very impressive. So it's very interesting because I don't think we've ever had this kid's got to be mixed with something or black, whatever. But when I when I kind of figured even before they said his name, I kind of knew who he was. I was like, this this guy. This is just a really random scene. I said, this has to be Tim Drake or somebody like that. And sure enough, it is. Um, to me. This is so curious because at least when we left season two, they were whole with the exception of Raven and Donna Troy and Donna Troy who just passed away, right? So they were whole besides that. This, they're completely fractured. You find out later that uh, Hank and Dove are in DC and whatever, right? But it's an interesting way to start the season to show that... The, even though they keep using the term family, air quotes and doing air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes, they're really not. They're not whole yet. And it feels like they're not going to be whole for a very long time. You know, and and, and, and and to be honest with you, with everything that's building up, the only way they're going to beat their potential adversaries are is to be whole. So my thoughts on episode one was, I liked the pacing that it was. I liked how you've seen the dynamics of people. I do know... I had a discussion with someone else. They, they, they said they felt like it was too much Bruce Wayne in this season. <sighs> I agree. At the same time, I'm still interested to see where that's going. Like, will we see Dick Grayson take over the mantle of Batman? We just saw him take the mantle of Nightwing. So I don't think that's going to happen. But, like, you know, like, what does that mean? Why are we seeing so much Bruce Wayne? Because I don't think we ever had this much Bruce Wayne in a team type. Well, I know we have, but like, it's not necessary. But I feel like they're setting something up in this. Is the reason why we have so much Bruce Wayne. Episode two is the debut of a live action Red Hood. Uh, I love the way the mask looks. I think it looks fantastic. Um, they did redo the scene, or from the animated show or TV uh, or the movie. Excuse me. 
where the the gangsters are all around the table talking. Who 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 called this meeting? I didn't call this meeting. Did you call this meeting? I called the meeting. Um, it, I think it was a badass scene. They redid it very well. Um, it was kind of like when me and Jonathan Esther had our, uh, a geek moment in Daredevil season two when uh, Daredevil is on the roof with Punisher and he has Punisher has daredevil's hands taped up with a gun to it and said you need to use the gun he's starting to kill people that's just a cool scene to have live action this was a cool scene to have live action as well um he's the bat's gone and give me 40 percent. you know it's just a really cool scene um i thought they handled his debut well i've been enjoying red hood honestly um <clears throat> that's all we want to talk about from episode two though is how they just deep debuted him but this season moves fast you know, and I'm assuming it has to move fast because you have so many people who are enemies. You have the Riddler who's an enemy. You have so many different dynamics. You still got to deal with the politics of now Barbara Gordon is the commissioner. And she now is <clears throat> not really for mass. She wants, you know, to be the cops to handle the, uh, everything. Um, episode three is, to me, so far the most shocking thing in the season. <clears throat> They haven't been opposed to killing anybody. <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me. I just, like I said, I got my voice back. They're, they have not been opposed to killing anybody. Um, uh, but the, uh, they killed they killed Hawk. <laughs> um, and honestly, it's it's uh, he, he. No one deserves to die, obviously. But the thing people have to remember, and the thing that I loved, uh, I love about this is the Titans that are in, because they do end up coming back together. Hawk, Dove, Starfire, Beast Boy, Superboy, Crypto, Nightwing, they all come to Gotham City, because they call them Titans. And, like, the thing that I that they're underestimating about, and Nightwing learns his lesson, Jason Todd might be crazy, but he is very much still a disciple of Bruce Wayne. So there's a lot of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Love, uh, hmm, smoke and mirrors, and that's one thing that when when he called Hawk, I'm like, this Hawk has to know the setup, right? And Hawk thinks he can handle him, but it's like, dude, it's still a disciple of Bruce Wayne. You're not gonna be as good as them. No matter what you think about any of them, they're not. You're not gonna be as good as them, you know, especially hiding stuff. Well, anyways, uh, Jason puts a bomb on uh, Hawk's heart, which is attached to his heartbeat, how many heartbeats he has left. And then he gives Dove the trigger, essentially, literally. And she ends up killing Hawk. And she ends up going to Paris, um, which, once again, the family's not whole. Um, so it's just fascinating about what, what, what how that is and i'm just sitting there curious like man like really where is this going you know and in the third episode you now lose a, a, a team member who wasn't who who wasn't really vital he had some confidence issues but he's still a team member. he was vital to dove um and now you lose essentially two team members in the first two episodes even though they already kind of given up on jason but to me, that was the most surprising thing that you see out of this. Now, not that they killed him, but how soon they killed him. And and now you have just this cloud of unknown. But now you have Nightwing on the prowl now. Now Nightwing's like, I'm gonna, I'm coming for Jason, right? And by the way, the action is definitely picked up season three. 
we're not waiting as long to see these action scenes. And I think the two fights we've seen so far with Nightwing and uh, Red Hood have been good for what they are. It's like it's it's clearly it's clearly not the final fight, so it's clearly building up to that final confrontation. But I've enjoyed the the little battles they've had. Um, but yeah, episode four is about Blackfire, and you see where she is. Since we last saw her, somehow she got captured. Because remember, in the post credit scene, she took over someone's body. Um, and then, now we see her, fast forward months later, three, four months later, she's been captured by the government. And she's her, and she's been in this, this, this containment where her power's been uh, contained. And she's been the reason the entire time where Corey has had these visions. Because she's still kind of been using her telepath on <clears throat> Corey. Starfire, but um, it hasn't been full strength, right? And so Corey then goes there. They have a little mini sister fight, and then Starfire is about to leave with Beast Boy, and she is, feels guilty and she leaves. And it's key right now. Her powers are not full strength right now. They're nowhere near. The guy says, "Hey, she's your she's your responsibility. We do we will not try to ca- capture her again. The U.S. government will stay the bleep out of it, right?" My first thought is, you guys have to be stupid. You guys came and handled Red Hood, and you guys now are adding this, 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 this unknown certainty to it. And I want to say no one else knows that they've done this, but Starfire's goal is to kill her sister. <laughs> so, anyways, um, Blackfire's goal. So that was me. The, to me, the biggest take from episode four. Like I said, if you want to break piece by piece breakdown, you guys watch some YouTube videos. Um, but to me, I'm just talking about the, the biggest things that happen. And so to me, it, I'm, you have three baddies on the loose right now. You have, cause after the events of uh, episode four, as a matter of fact, Nightwing, uh, takes, uh, Riddler. And this is when he realizes that, that Riddler and Jason are in cahoots. And so they go to this abandoned, abandoned wood and, uh, forest or whatever cabin, and Nightwing and Red Hood have another fight, and, and Riddler and Red Hood end up getting away, and that's when we realize that they're in it, and that Red Hood's essentially at an addict. We don't know what off what. Now, mind you, he started doing, uh, just to back up a little bit, Bruce Wayne said that Jason couldn't be Robin until he saw a therapist. That's when Jason realizes that all the trauma he went through through episode, I mean, season two, where there was Deathstroke kicking him out the, the window, and or uh, Deathstroke's star betraying him and him being kicked out of the Titans. He realized that he was like fear. He was in fear. He didn't want fear anymore, though. So he went to the Riddler, who was locked up at this time, and just a consultant for the GCPD, to give him a toxin that was a non-fear toxin. But we don't know what's in this non-fear toxin. Uh, so essentially, he's been taking this. He's an addict to it. Because anytime you hear him bitch and moan about, oh, no, 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 like, like when he was arguing with Riddler about, He's going to keep coming out there. It's Dr. Hank. He's going to keep coming out there. It's like, hey, you, it's time for your medicine. It's time for your medicine. And he takes it. And, excuse me. And by the way, Riller has all the, what do, what do the kids say? Tea? He has all the dirt now. He has all the tea now. Um, he knows who everybody is. He knows who Nightwing is. He knows who Bruce Wayne is. He knows everything because this is the, the the price that had to be paid in order for Jason to become fearless again, um, which he still is not fearless because this this gas wears off. So his, he might be getting high right now, but that fall is going to happen fast. 
and I am interested to see how that's going to go. Um, and so all those things are very interesting to me. And I do know after one of, uh, Bruce Wayne talks with, uh, Jason, he realizes, Hey, I just don't want you to be Robin anymore. I want you to be a kid. You know, so it's like Bruce Wayne is playing this interesting role this year where in the season where he's supposedly realizing his his sins of weaponizing kids. And and this is right after Jason died. You have uh, Dick, who is going through the computer. You have the first appearance of Kathy Kelly, uh, Carrie Kelly, excuse me, who is the the, the woman Robin in uh, Dark Knight uh, Returns. And like Dick goes off on him. He's like, hey, man, you're already recruiting, blah, blah, blah. Like, you should be ashamed of yourself. You're not going to do this to anyone else. And, like, like even Bruce Wayne kills a Joker after he realizes that Jason's been killed, air quotes. Um, he kills a Joker. And he goes off to, to Paris and on this mystery trip or whatever. And, like, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's, it's a lot of Bruce Wayne. Sorry about this, guys. Struggling here. But, um, it's, I, I know, I feel like, my spirit, I feel like it's building this just a, a a potentially big moment. I, for some reason, I feel that way. I don't know why. Anyways, episode five, we get the origins of the Red Hood, and you see how Jason died and how uh, Riddler has accessed uh, a little bit of the Lazarus pool from Rachel Ghoul. That's how he was able to uh, reinvincible. So they did not put Rachel in this, even though Rachel has been mentioned twice i believe but they have somehow this happened i mean if you want to nitpick fine i'm kind of just going along with it because like i said it's kind of like the cw shows you have to go along with it because you know these might not make all the sense in the world but that's because you know the comics you know the other stuff has been attached to so I try not to be that kind of fan. Um, at the same time, the reality is, I can understand if you want to nitpick about that. I'm not going to nitpick about that. But you see the origins of how they come to get, how they came together, what cost Jason has, and how at, at this point in time, the only way to save him is to get him from under the Riddler's thumb. And I think honestly. Because the Titans live in their own little universe, they're going to have to kill him. But I'm always for killing people. <laughs> so I might be the wrong person to say for that. But anyways, to me, that's my my breakdown of the first five episodes of Titans. Um, I'm looking forward to watching episode six this week. But as of right now, we're not going to get back to the reviewing them until episode, what, six, probably seven. Because... Next week on the Wednesday show, we will be reviewing Shang-Chi. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to watch it opening day, and then I'm going to review it. And then I, it just won't be put out until the next week. So that is the show for this week. Check out the match of the month. Check out the all, check out all out. You know, uh, hope you guys enjoy your week. I'm the Soul Chemical. We are out.